So welcome back to another episode of the FIFA News Show. Today we're wrapping up all the latest in the FIFA news. We've got FIFA 21 stuff, some FIFA 20 stuff, and a few things in between. I'm sure you guys know this one by now, but just in case you didn't, EA has decided that they're not releasing a demo for FIFA 21. They instead said they've made the decision to focus their development team's time on delivering the best full game experience for current and next-gen consoles, and they look forward to EA Play members jumping in and launching the game. So... For me, you know, it's not really a big deal because the gameplay in the demo never reflects what you're going to get in the full package anyway. I think you're better off trying out EA Access, which is like the 10-hour trial or something that you pay like 6 bucks for the month and you can play FIFA 21 for 10 hours. That'll give you a better indication of what the game is going to be like across career mode and all that than whatever a demo could ever give you. So while it was a little bit of a disappointment because everyone gets hyped for a demo, it doesn't really mean much at the end of the day. Now, speaking of the early access, this is what you need to know. EA has confirmed that the early access trial will begin on October 1st for EA Play members. So you get 10 hours early access trial. Once the 10 hours is done, you can't use any more hours. If you get the PC ultimate version of it, I think you get like the full game without any time trials or something like that. But there's also going to be some objectives for foot, I believe, in the FIFA 21 early access. And there's exclusive rewards and all that kind of stuff. So... There is a few things in regards to the access. Like I said, if you want to try out the game early and it doesn't cost you much, EA Access will be the way to go. You can play crew mode, all that kind of stuff. There's no specific time at the moment, but it's going to be October 1st. If you loaded up FIFA 20 this week, you would have got a message from the FIFA team that says, Returning User Rewards. Hey FIFA fan, as a reward for playing and engaging with FIFA 20 Ultimate Team, you have earned returning user rewards in FIFA 21. That's good news. These rewards will be waiting for you as long as you log into FIFA 21 before the release of FIFA 22. Claim your rewards on the web app from September 30th and get started on building your Foot 21 club. So the web app will be starting on September 30th, early access October 1st. Requires FIFA 21, so of course you need to buy FIFA 21. But yeah, you might get these rewards if you did play a bit of Ultimate Team this year. So this week we got the final details of the confirmed stadiums, the clubs, the leagues in FIFA 21. So I'm not going to go over everything, but these are the main highlights. Pretty much you need to know that Leeds United Stadium called Elland Road won't be in FIFA 21 at launch. EA says that because the season ended pretty late, they didn't have time to recreate Elland Road in FIFA 21. So it might come in a future data pack in FIFA 21. Now my question is what does that mean for the other faces and all that that are supposed to happen in the November update? It could be delayed as well. I think there could be a few delays in this cycle due to what happened this year, obviously. Also, the Lazio and Roma Stadium, the Stadio Olimpico, will be removed from FIFA 21. It looks like it's now exclusive to Pez after Konami signed a deal with Roma. Uh, even though Lazio uses the stadium, it doesn't mean anything. So that stadium has been removed now. Providence Park is new. That was the Portland Timbers one. We also got two Bundesliga stadiums, one for FC Union, one for Paderborn. There's also a new stadium for Granada. And there's also one for Mallorca as well. In terms of Boca Juniors being fully licensed, it looks like we may have to wait until May next year because the contract with Konami is still in play until May next year. Once that is done, you'll see the La Bombonera Stadium and the full club license in the game. So Claudio Civiello has confirmed that. The Chilean League has now been removed from FIFA 21 officially. You won't have that league. The Colombian League is not in FIFA 21 as well. The Italian Serie B has been completely removed as well, with only a few teams going into the rest of the world category, so you won't be able to use Serie B in the game. And in terms of national teams, the Italian national team will have generic kits and crests, but authentic players. And Portugal as well will have generic kits and crests, but authentic players. So that is pretty much your main highlights coming out of 
the FIFA 21 licenses and stadium reveal. This week, Inter Milan put out a marketing thing for FIFA 21. Basically, they said, are you ready to play FIFA 21? The Nerazzurri are waiting for you with the new third kit. So basically, they're announcing that the third kit for Inter will be in FIFA 21. So over the last 12 months, everyone has given their suggestions on what they want to see in a FIFA 21 game. And, uh, you know, everyone has come up with good stuff for crew mode, for pro clubs, ultimate team, and all that kind of stuff. But what do we get from EA in FIFA 21? Groundbreakers in Volta. Why is Anthony Joshua, Diplo, especially Diplo, what is he doing in a FIFA Volta game? I don't understand. Who asked for Diplo? No one in any of the wish lists asked for Diplo. Now, EA says that you're going to have Mbappe, Diplo, Anthony Joshua. You're going to be able to take them on in Volta featured battles. Uh, I just don't know what is going on with this mode anymore. Alright, in all seriousness, it looks like it's some sort of uh, thing with Kaká, Henri, a couple footballers that we know, you know. Obviously, you can use these in Volta, you can probably put them in your team as well. It was just weird seeing Diplo and, you know, Anthony Joshua in the game, but I guess it doesn't mean much. They're trying to get people onto Volta, they're trying to market Volta as like the next big thing in FIFA. I don't think it's working at the moment, but they're pushing it hard. In some cool news, Football Manager has announced that they're going to be returning to the Xbox consoles, so you can buy the game on Xbox One and Xbox Series X and Series S. This could be pretty cool. I'm getting uh, one of the Xboxes, so I might be able to get Football Manager, see how it is. We might even do like a comparison to career mode in the future. So yeah, it's opened up a whole new world of possibilities now for everyone. So this one might surprise a few people. Hector Bellerin put out a tweet this week that said, Very excited to join the EA Sports FIFA team as creative director for Volta. During lockdown in my holidays, I've been keeping busy with channeling my creativity into a purposeful direction. Being able to design outfits and kits has been fun and I can't wait for you to play in them, but also see and share the messaging within them. So this week we've got some new pitch notes. This is FIFA 21 closed beta follow-up. So the dev team provides their feedback on the things that they've changed after the closed beta. So you've got gameplay stuff. Uh, they've improved a few things like mentioning that some players felt too slow with the ball. They've made dribbling slightly better, especially for lower rated dribblers. They fixed up some actions and animations that were taking too long to happen. All of this is just words. We don't really know what's coming until we play the early access and stuff. Ultimate Team, they fixed a few things, but I don't think you guys are interested in that. Volta as well. I mean, it's worth a read if you are interested in that, but I'll take a look at the career mode stuff for you. So I think this channel is more for career mode. It says, here are just some of the things we've learned directly from the closed beta. Simulated training required the user to navigate to the training hub. This introduced additional friction while advancing through each week. To help improve this, we've added the option to simulate training from the training day tile itself, removing the need to go into the hub to simulate training. We also want to take this opportunity to tell you that simulating over training days through the calendar using sim to date will get your players the results of that training session. Some manager objectives were unrealistic or being wrongfully marked as completed. We fixed those issues and continuing to monitor feedback around manager objectives. Whether options were missing from the new career mode match launcher, we've added this setting back to allow you more control over the match conditions. There was an inconsistent behavior in player career when at times the player was selected by the manager, but there was no option to play. This issue has been fixed. Specific areas of the career mode UI and menu could sometimes feel slower than intended. Man, I hate those slow menus. We have improved UI responsiveness in multiple areas of career mode and will continue to monitor performance in this area. That's pretty much your career mode stuff. There's two pro clubs things as well that you can check out and that's basically it. So it's definitely worth a read if you want to see all the gameplay stuff and the ultimate team stuff. But yeah, they're gonna, you know, just say a few words but obviously the real test is when we actually pick up the game and play it ourselves. So EA this week put out a pitch notes for the Foot 21 launch update. So they've got some words here, and this is important stuff. They're revealing some information for Foot fans. So Foot 21 kicks off with early access for EA Play members starting October 1. 
If you pre-ordered the Champions Ultimate Edition of FIFA 21, access will begin on October 6, three days ahead of the worldwide release on October 9. During early access, players can earn special rewards including pre-launch objectives, with the chance to earn a special early access reward pack, Team of the Week 1 highlighting the best performing players, the launch of Season Objectives 1, EA members will get a Season XP boost to help them on their way to level 30 rewards, experience live foot friendlies first, the first opportunity to experience events with a head start in the Humans vs Machine Community event. To celebrate this year's transfer deadline day, early access will also feature for the first time ever exclusive ones to watch content, including SBCs and player vote picks, whatever you call that. Make sure to log into foot on October 5th and 6th, both in-game and through the companion app to vote for the player you think deserves a one-to-watch item. Speaking of ones to watch, the full campaign will kick off on October 9. So far, three confirmed players, Timo Werner, we've got uh, Ziyech, and also Gareth Bale as well. We're now excited to confirm three new ones. So Odegaard is going to be one. We've got Thiago from Liverpool, and we've also got Hakimi from Inter. Ones to watch Team 1 will be revealed and released on October 9. Team 2 will be revealed on October 14th and released October 16. In terms of icons, there's going to be four versions of each icon in Foot 21. You've got the base one, you've got the mid, you've got the prime, and you've also got a moment version as well. This version will be introduced into packs during the month of February 2021 and will be available until the end of Foot 21. This is the highest rated version of an icon. Secondly, we're excited to confirm that icon SBCs are back. You'll once again have the opportunity to earn specific icons by completing select SBCs. The first icon SBCs will be introduced from late November onwards. They'll be available long term as well. And there's other info there, but let's move on here. It says uh, icon swaps will also be returning in Foot 21. Icon swaps 1 will begin during December. There's also the companion app which will be launching September 30th and on mobile on October 1st. Foot preseason rewards, any players who are eligible for preseason rewards will be granted these by the 16th of October 2020. And that's pretty much it for that one. Now this one caused a little bit of a storm on Twitter. It was unveiled in one of the toy catalogs or something that a lot of people get before Christmas. Ultimate Team was advertised in it. And uh, it says, step one, start playing FIFA Ultimate Team. Step two, use FIFA points to open packs. Step three, build your dream squad. And everyone says that step two is definitely unethical. And I would agree. You should not be promoting use FIFA points to open packs in a children's magazine. We all know the effects that uh, Ultimate Team packs and stuff could have on people, especially children. So you should not be promoting this kind of stuff. Uh, it's not very good. It's a bit unethical. You don't need to spend real life money in FIFA Ultimate Team to actually play the game mode. But anyway, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. Thanks for being part of the podcast family.